Hello folks and welcome to another episode of Daughter Talks with Adam Jacobs. I just did a little bonus episode of Off Topic without Timothy David Mitchell. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? But now I'm sitting here in traffic and I've just had the inspiration to say another one or two things so that my little girl, Aoife Daisy Jacobs, can be ready for a world that is becoming very unpredictable. Except to say that I'm sitting here in traffic right now, like I do every morning, and there seems to be nothing particularly new or interesting or challenging about that. So, there's new and then there's new. And that's, that's, I guess, what I'm talking about today. And I always say that. I always say some obscure thing, don't I? And then I say, that's what I'm talking about today. And then I make a... draw the bow back to try and make the connection between the two things. Look, I don't want to suggest that I'm just full of stock phrases that I constantly recycle just in an attempt to make my points sound valid, except to say that that's pretty much exactly what I do do. No, but there is a, there is a, there is something to be said about the apparent predictability of the everyday in the face of an ever-changing world, which it is very much changing. And welcome to the podcast, Daughter Talks, where I prepare myself for the big questions that my little girl's going to ask me when she's old enough. She's only 13 months old now. Come on now. Who's asking questions at 13 months? Well, she does. She'll pick up a fuzzy little leaf on the ground or a bit of bark. And she'll look at me as if to say, can I stuff this in my gob? And I'll say, sweetheart, don't. No. It's not a leaf, it's a caterpillar, and it's crawling up your face. Then she'll go, fair enough, Dad, that's a good point. Well made, thank you. You're doing your job. Keep it up, mate. Thanks very much, sweetheart. And on we go. So, how do we take advantage? Maybe that's the point. How do we take advantage of this changing world that... I suppose change is a force, it's an energy, it's, it's an activity that affects lots of people in different ways. And we can be challenged by that and, and find it confronting and disabling, or we can look at it as being an opportunity, which of course I'm asking you to do. I look at change as an opportunity. Opportunity to maybe achieve something. Achieve something that you've set your heart on for a long time and now it's action action time. Action time. That's a kid's show, superhero show. No, it's not. If there's a kid's superhero show, they're called Action Time. You need a more imaginative name. You need to get back to the pitch table and think of something more imaginative. Action Time is not a show that any kid is going to watch. It's just to help you out. Uh, so yes, what are we talking about today? And how, how do you, in the face of change, try and stay focused on the opportunities that might present and have that work for you? Well, you can be accidental in your interaction with, with change and and just be generally open to the idea that there will be opportunity will present itself and you be ready to and open to accept whatever that is. 
So more or less, you, you have little control over what, that, what the outcome would be for you when it comes to change. And of course, many people are forced into situations like that where they just have to you know, save themselves, I suppose, make a decision for the betterment of their, their well, for their own well-being and the well-being of others. And that's possibly not really what I'm talking about, except to say that change is often something we is forced upon us. Of course, I th- you know, I believe that once you embrace the power of change, that you can instigate it yourself, and of course you can, and we do it all the time. Anyone who's started a diet has made a choice to change. Change is something that we force upon ourselves. But I suggest to you, not as much as we should. Not as much as we should. And I certainly am taking a leaf out of this out of this book. The book that I'm referring to right now, which I'm also writing as I talk, which is difficult. So I'm reading the words as they're being written. But we all understand. We've, we've all taken a page from the book of change, haven't we? Come on now. Yeah, soon I'll be moving states and jobs and all sorts of things. I'm going to change my house. I've got a piece of land. I've got to maybe build something on it if I have enough money to get to that next stage, you know. There's... The, the board is arranged with the pieces that indicate significant change more than they indicate things staying the same. So that's probably a good way to look at it in the first instance. It's kind of like, well, there's a lot that's before me that's consistent with uncertainty. That's where I'm at in terms of the way the percentages break down. The smaller part of my situation at the moment is stable. And that's a problem for two main reasons. Firstly, it's hard to keep control of those things that are in your control. And that's a really key point to it, I believe, and certainly a lesson that I'm keen to learn myself, is that even in the face of turmoil, take stock of the things that you can have control over and do your best to maintain control over those things. For instance, it's not easy when you've, let's say you've been given a whole, a new shift at work or something. Now suddenly you have to do night shift, or I don't know, whatever it might be. And you're trying, you've got to reorganise your whole life around that, which impacts others. And sometimes you might lose track of Maybe you've got a really tight budget that you're following. You lose track a bit of the money. And suddenly you're using the credit card a bit more than you should do. And The turmoil that's taking place in one part of your life, you've got to try and insulate the things that you do have control over. Insulate those things from the effect of that turmoil so that you're not, you're not spreading the uncertainty across the whole the whole of the board, just to refer back to 
the image that I had created earlier, which I think is uh, works really well. Well done, Adam. Congratulations. Thank you. I hope you're keeping up, Eva. <sighs> I'm sipping my coffee here at the same time. So I have some control over those things that you can have control over. I believe, honestly, that makes a big difference. And it's a lesson that I'm still learning that today. And that's why I mention it. Now, of course, this podcast is not about me having all the answers. It's about me having a genuine interest in exploring the options in terms of what what the answer might be. And I believe that it's never really one thing either. So <laughs> even, my, even my responses are... And uh, a celebration of uncertainty. So yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're f- confused? Perfect. That's just what I was hoping. That's, that's the effect I want to have on my audience. Anyway, have control over those things that you can control. And the second thing, bravery. Brave. Be brave. And it sounds like one of those, isn't it? The word itself is like, yes, it's it's bolstering it makes all of us think that's something I can do I, I reckon and we'll listen to the podcasts and inspirational voices from all walks of life from the villager who's, who's had to move to the city because the government's decided they're going to flood the valley his, his township uh, occupies to make a massive dam, or who knows what it might be, they're kind of like, yes, oh, I'm brave. You'll be forced into that change, but I can be brave, and I will make the, the best of it. I mean, that was a bit of a weird, sort of out of nowhere kind of example, but it illustrates the point, you know. Forced into being brave, and we all can conceive ourselves being brave to a certain extent. So I'm not really necessarily talking about the notions of bravery as we already understand them. Sometimes we are forced to be brave and surprise ourselves in our ability to, to embrace that opportunity. No, what I'm saying is that we have to go find bravery. Bravery is obscured by normalcy. Is that that a right word? By habit, by comfort, by... There's this fantastic ad on television at the moment in Australia talking about painkillers. And how suggesting that it's quite it's dangerous. The tendency or the likelihood of becoming addicted to painkillers is probably a lot higher for most individuals than they realise. And through a process of overuse, they cross the line and then they become addicted and it affects their lives. And they depict this transition on the advertisement with people 
like there's the lady who can't sleep so her pillow is the shape of of a a pill which um yeah obviously the painkiller and she's happy that she can sleep she's just taking the relieving her pain so she's smiling but then later in the ad we come back to her and her head has sunk into the pillow and now she's she's sort of this pill has become part of her like an anchor and another guy there's another guy with a sore leg and he's he's got his leg up uh, on a pillow and the pillow is the shape of the pill and but then later in the ad the pill has absorbed his leg into its into its shell and it's now just like an anchor around his foot and he can't literally can't do anything it's gone from being having some some mobility to none at all so it's a great image and connects to what I'm saying because in terms of the image that's more or less I honestly believe what can happen in life when you become a little bit too when you become too comfortable it ends up restricting you significantly ends up comfort predictability a sense of sense of uh, wanting being afraid of change robs you from your opportunity to reach your potential Hmm. so how do you go and find bravery well it is associated with change you've got to change something you've got to change something that's the first thing Then, regardless, I suppose, being brave means making mistakes and not being afraid to make mistakes. And I guess that's that's more the point. So, how do you brace embrace the opportunity to make a mistake? Well, it's fairly simple. Putting aside all the convoluted the convoluted way that I go about saying stuff. It's actually quite simple. You call it for what it is. You go into a situation and you say to yourself, I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to make a mistake here. And in many ways, in many situations, you might even be honest with others about that. And you see it all the time. People come and say, I don't know the answers. I have an idea. I'd like to put it forward but I think it may just be a starting point because it's not uh, workable at this time. So you, you arm yourself or you prepare yourself for the consequences of making a mistake. That's a big, a big part of it. Accept, acknowledge, know that a mistake is going to happen and it's going to be caused by you and then move forward from there. 
Of course, the best way to sort of arm yourself against that is by speaking to people who know more than you do or who you want to learn from and therefore can acceptably admit ignorance. The guiding principle that's driving everything I'm saying right now is honesty. You know, I think you can, we can all be a lot more honest about our degree of ignorance than we are at times. And that is the quickest way to not be ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's pretty simple, really. So anyway, bravery. Go and find it. The best way to to get yourself a, a big dose of brave is to make a mistake. Make a bunch of them, actually. All right. Wow, can I put all everything I just said into a nutshell? People will listen to this. Good on you for trying to for holding on to the tangents. For trying to get to hooking into the through line. It's, what a, it's a struggle. None of this is scripted, people. But in a nutshell, I'll say this. Keep control of those things that you can have control of in the face of change and go and find opportunities to be brave. The best way to do that is to accept that you are going to make mistakes. Accept your mistakes before they happen. Oh, there we go, gorgeous. My gorgeous little Lufa Daisy Jacobs. I hope you've got something out of that, sweetheart. And I guess I'll do this again very soon. Thanks very much for listening, folks.